buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. Welcome to The Sales Hustle, the only no BS podcast where we bring you the real, raw, uncut experiences from sales change makers across various industries. The only place where you can get what you're looking for to up your sales game. Today's episode is brought to you by SalesCast. SalesCast helps sales professionals transform the relationship building process and win their dream clients. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. What is happening, sales hustlers? Welcome to another episode of Sales Hustle. I have got a fantastic guest for you today. I've got Gino. He is the coldest caller in the game, and he's going to bring nothing but sales fire. Uh, I found Gino on LinkedIn, came across a post. I was super impressed with some of the things that he's putting into practice on a daily basis. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Gino, welcome to the show. How you doing? What's going on, guys? It's um, it's awesome to be here, man. It's uh, I'm really stoked to talk about this, dude. I, I honestly love sales development and like different tactics to try to get meetings and things like that. So, um, it's really an honor for me to be here. I love talking to people who are passionate about this as well and really want to grind and get those meetings. So, um, listen to a few of your episodes. Absolutely love it, and just you know, can't be more excited to be here right now. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you. Gino, just tell folks a little bit about yourself, how you got into sales and what you do. Keep it short and brief so we can save as much time for the tactical stuff as possible. 100%. I, uh, I got into sales development about a year and a half ago, graduating college. I had a couple buddies um, who were older than me, got into sales and were like, dude, um, you got to check this thing out. It's a uh, it's a really great way um, to hustle, make make a good amount of money, um, learn new things, try new things out. I was like, hey, why not? Um, started at this super small company called Teamable, 20 people, calling 100 plus people per day, doing this crazy stuff. Um, now I'm at a more established company for about a year now called Udemy. Um, and just, you know, keeping the grind that I got from that super small startup and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. applying it here. Awesome. What What are some of the early things that you learned in your sales career that have kind of stuck with you um, so far? Yeah, I mean, there's such a difference between working as SDR, BDR at like a small startup, like 50, under 50 plus people um, at a more established company um, like Udemy with like 200 plus people. Um, even that's not that big. But I think the biggest thing I learned was just like, um, you have to get after it. Like the second day, second day I started, I was on the phones. Um, you know, my, my friends, buddies, like really encouraged me. Um, and I think you just gotta like try new things, get after it as much as you can. Don't get like hard on yourself. We all fail in this like sales development role. Um, I feel like pretty established now, but like today, like it's hard. Um, so I think just like getting after it every day and just like trusting that it'll be okay and not beating yourself up too much at all. That's pretty much it. And then from there, you can get into more like tactical stuff and like get like a little bit more established. Um, but especially just starting out, just like do everything and anything you can. I'm going to see what works for you. 
Yeah. Give me some examples of some of the things that you're doing that are, you know, you you've, are finding successful with what you do. So you know, one big thing I wanted to talk to, to you about and everyone listening um, that I think is like pretty slept on in the sales development community um, is blind calendar invites. Um, I think emailing is just kind of dying. It's kind of going by the wayside a little bit. Um, it's like, I mean, like a good open rate is 30%. I was just kind of like, what's going on here? So what I've been doing the last like three or four months um, I'm going to make a post on this uh, on LinkedIn in a little bit, but it's sending calendar invites. Like the first time I'm reaching out to someone, I'm sending an email directly to my calendar invite saying, Hey, can we talk right now? It bypasses the whole email thing. It stands out to people's inboxes and it's been working really well. I'm seeing about like a 10 to 15% accept rate for these blind calendar invites that I'm sending. Um, and it's just really more effective. I'm trying to get away from email, even personalized emails as much as I can, because I just don't think it's working now. And I don't think it's going to be working in the future. Wow. That's really pushing the limits. So tell me a little bit about this. So you're just blindly sending an invite for a time and basically seeing if they'll accept or not. Yeah. So I'm, I'm mostly doing it for people who are warmer ish. You know what I mean? Um, so ideally it's someone who I've talked to who brushed me off on the phone, like in the first 30 seconds, someone who, you know, we had a close lot, close loss off with like two years ago or something like that, or some like vague connection to my company at all. Um, those people are connected with on LinkedIn. Those people I'm always sending calendar invites to no matter what. Um, and also people like, yeah, like my tier one accounts where I really want to get into the, these accounts, I'm just sending invites to, to anyone and everyone. It's like a part of my cadence now. It's a part of my steps. Um, and, and it's been really effective and I can't promote it enough. Is that something that you just came up with on your own or somebody was doing it and saying, Hey, this, this is working. And you just said, Hey, you'd give it a shot. Or how did you come about starting to implement this sort of strategy? Yeah. So me and my buddies from my first company, um, we have like a, we have like a group chat. We all moved on to different places, um, but we talk like all the time, just about different sales development tactics and things like that and what's working. And it's something I kind of preliminarily tried when I was first getting into sales, you know, it's like kind of like, Oh, blind calendar, like blah, blah, blah. Wasn't getting much success with it until I recently established a framework around it, you know, um, like, leaving a voicemail, sending an email, directing them to the calendar invite, kind of getting my wording and, and phrases exactly how I want to do it. I'm kind of made it more of a science out of it, sort of testing it. Um, so I, I kind of did it a little bit when I started, but now it's like a full fledged process and, uh, you know, a part of my, my daily steps pretty much. All right. So listen up sales hustlers for those out there that are, you know, open-minded like myself and willing to try new things. This is something that Gino has been trying and, and getting pretty good success with. Now I'd imagine that there's, there's some, um, you know, you mentioned you have a bit of a process around it now and a bit of a framework, you know, I'd imagine that there's some best practices or things that you've tested as far as like how far out to send it, right? Like typically people's calendars, are kind of booked up usually the week of, are you typically sending those out like a week out in advance um, or what sort of window where it's not too far out, but not too soon where you know it's going to get rejected to, talk, to break that down a little bit for me. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I usually try to send it out um, like four or five days in advance. Um, Friday afternoons have been killing it for me. I'm not too sure why um, I usually say, okay, on Friday afternoon, I'm going to send you a calendar invite. Um, let me know if this time works for you, but anytime after like three or four days, cause I'm reaching out to like VPs and director levels and stuff like that. Their calendars are usually pretty full. Um, but an important note is like, 
usually what happens is like people just don't accept it, like the invite and then you have a meeting like that. Usually they suggest a new time and you're like, okay, great. Thanks for like suggesting this new time. Edit the calendar invite that works for them, accept the schedule and the AE on things like that. So I would say the specific time for the calendar invite isn't as important as just sending it out, but you definitely want to be respectful of people's times and putting it out three to four days in advance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So three, four days is kind of the key window. Um, and then, so a lot of these people are, are basically seeing this and then su- suggesting an- another time. I'm curious to find out what the show rate is on these meetings. Yeah. So the show rate hasn't been too drastic to like my regular cold call or like email uh, meetings. I'm hovering about like a 70 to 75% show rate, which I know is kind of on the lower end of like the sales development kind of like world. Um, and that's just because, um, I'm like booking anything I can, you know, like any interest that there's there, any, any, any sort of inkling I'm booking the meeting, I'm trying to get them there. I know my show rate's going to be a little bit lower than the, the quote unquote average. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's somewhere around 70, 75% kind of my natural, my natural zone. Mm, okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. So tell me a little bit about what you do when you have a warm, hot prospect, um, because I know this is how we connected as I came across a post that you put out there and you do things a little bit differently than, than, than I'd say most people where you hit them on all channels and break that down for me. Yeah. I want to pull up my actual cadence so I can actually get, you know, in the weeds here, but really my approach is if it's a hot lead, if it's someone I talked to, um, and I asked for the meeting a few times on the phone and they just said email, email, blah, blah, blah. If it's an old inbound, if it's like anything, or a person that I think is going to respond that I really want, I'm going to do everything I can. Um, so, you know, I start off with a classic, you know, call, voicemail, like LinkedIn connect invite, targeted email, fully personalized, try to get that. <clears throat> do a bump, a classic bump, like, hey, any feedback on my, my, uh, my email? Two days later than that. Two days later than that, I'm sending them a video, um, either through Vidyard, sending a video through the email, or if they're connected with me on LinkedIn, hopefully they are, I'll send a video through uh, LinkedIn. Um, after that, I'm sending them another um, email that I made for them, the company, um, of just like kind of like the process and breakdown uh, of Udemy, um, sending them another voicemail, um, sending them a blind calendar invite, another email, and then a text at the end of it um, saying like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I haven't been, to get, been able to get in touch with you the last couple of weeks. Um, wanting to see if this works. Um, so I'm pretty much hitting them up on every channel and I know it's kind of a controversial topic. Some people don't like being as aggressive. No, I'm, all, as I'm, all, I'm all about it. Hit them everywhere that you can. Um, so there we go. You know, talking about phone, voicemail, LinkedIn, DM, video, text messaging. I love it. I mean, there's just so many, places that you can connect with people. You don't know which channel is going to work best for individual people. So why not just use them all? Exactly. Um, they're there and you're missing opportunities if you're not using them to your benefit. Um, now tell me a little bit, um, when did you start implementing that and what side of, sort of success are you seeing with this cadence? Yeah. So I'm seeing like, really like, so like my first email, it's like about a 50% open rate, which is like super high. It's like 55% right now. Um, the reply rates like on all of these, there's like a 30% chance that like once 35% chance that once someone comes into this cadence, um, they're going to reply to me, which for me is huge. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's really good for me. All my other cadences or anything that I've tried in the past, 
I've been like around like five to ten percent on like a, like a good good yeah. day. Yeah, so yeah. This and is I think that, I think the challenge for some people with this one is you can't fully automate this. There's some manual Nothing. steps in there, and so you've got to have that mapped out and be diligent about. Okay, you know, part of it you can maybe sequence or automate, but you know, like doing the video and things like that is something that takes you know a manual step. At least if you want to personalize it, because sending some generic video in a sequence is is not going to be nearly as effective as something personalized. I mean, when you're addressing their name, maybe what you talked about, something that you, you know, researched on them a little bit, you know, that's going to have a much higher hit rate than, than anything else. 100%. And I don't, I don't knock like automated cadences or anything like that. I do that. Like I still have that going on in the background. I have people continuously coming in and out of that. Um, I just know that's going to be a way less reply rate for, for everything that I'm doing. And these are for like top people that I want to get in touch and like in touch with. Are these people Everyone that you've engaged with previously or are these like your dream list people? Both. Um, so I just, I just got to, I just got to op with, uh, this VP software development at Hulu. Saw this person. I was like, Oh dude, Hulu's sick. I would love to get this op person went into here. Um, that's kind of like a rare occasion. It's mostly people who I've talked to in the past, close loss opportunities, they, they're familiar with Udemy. They're taking some courses, things like that. Um, but I also sprinkle in some like. Some what are you really doing? Cool what are you people. doing different with closed loss opportunity cadences versus like ones that are still in the funnel? So the ones that are still in the funnel, I am. So there's a couple of things that I do. It depends on how the meeting is going. Uh, but since Udemy, we target like multiple personas at each account. Um, what I'm doing is reaching out to other people within that account with the open op and saying, hey, we're talking to your. VP of IT, um, I wanted to see if you as, you know, like a applications leader would be interested in our content for your team. So something a little specific to you to me because we can reach out to so many different personas. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know how applicable that is to, you know, the, the general, you know, sales as sales development life. Um, but usually I'm kind of holding off on those actual people into my AE takeover. Um, if it's a closed lock, any like close off or like they wore a hot lead in my database or anything like that is going into this, you know, high value cadence. Mm, all right. What do you tell anybody who's just getting into sales, SDR, BDR type of role, um, you know, that you wish you knew when you were just getting started? Um, email is dying. Uh, I think it's still, I think it's still a little bit alive today. I think you can get away with getting some meetings over the email. I, I think, you know, if we're looking macro long-term at sales development, I don't think it's going to be nearly as effective in like five to 10 years. I think it's, it's slowly dying. This is just my opinion. Wouldn't rely on that at all. Um, it works well when used with other channels, yeah. you know, integrated together. Right. When you're using the phone, dropping a voicemail, sending an email, sending a LinkedIn DM. So integrating with it, but not just, you know, hitting your hitting play on your cadence and thinking that you're going to sit back and get a bunch of meetings like that doesn't work anymore. A hundred percent. And I think a lot of reps kind of fall into the, you know, prioritizing that lane. Um, probably a lot of your listeners and people who are really into it, like aren't doing that. But I, I know it's kind of easy to fall behind that trap and that cadence trap and the automated trap um because you know other channels it's it's more scary sending a video to a prospect you know what i mean it's more scary calling their mobile line um double dialing their mobile line it's more scary but if you know you want to be in the sales game for a long time and you know sales development is for you and, and you kind of like it like you now just got to do these things let's pick, let's pick that apart for a second so you said it's scary 
using video and double dialing on the mobile line. Why do you think that is? I think people have a negative um, connotation with interrupting people's day. You know what I mean? I, I don't think people either. But if you're an SDR you, or BDR, that's your job. Your job is to sure. interrupt people and catch their attention. And why not use every channel at your disposal to do that? I mean, if you have a mobile number, like, why would you not use it? <laughs> that makes no sense. I mean, you know, I, I've, I mean, I've been, I've been in sales for over 10 years, right? And like the tools that we have today are fantastic. We didn't have that. When I first started in my first sales job, I was literally handed a list of names, a phone, a script that was garbage and told not to use the CRM because it didn't work. You know, so like the only thing that was going to get meetings was literally hammering the phone and, and being creative. Right. And you're interrupting people's day like that's what you've signed up for. That's the gig. So why not use every tool that you have at your disposal? And video is huge. Like, I don't understand huge. why more people don't just use video. If you're you, you, you if you're scared to use video or you're uncomfortable getting on camera, more the reason to start doing it because the more you practice it, the more you do it, the better that you're going to get, the more comfortable you're going to become. And you'll start to learn what works, what doesn't work. Um, you know, it, it, any type of role that you're in sales, you've got to be open and willing to try new things all of the time because whatever you're work, you doing now, even if it's working, it might not work in two, three months. Things might change, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so you always got to be willing to like push the limits in my opinion. It's a good point. And if there's like one thing that I would want anyone listening to this to be take away from is if you're not sending videos, you got to be sending videos. Like you, you can't not be sending videos at to all your stages. prospects. All Pull, stages. Mid funnel, getting ready to close. Like at all points of the sale, you can use video. You yeah. know, like uh, it's so much easier than to type an email to just <laughs> flip on a camera and talk at them. It's more enjoyable for, for me too. It's like, dude, I don't want to spend five minutes typing up an email, going over like a grammar and things like that. I'd way rather pop a video on 30 seconds later, send it out. It's literally and, that easy. And so much can get lost in email. Like people don't, people's attention spans are so short. Like if uh -huh. you send them a big long email, regardless of what phase of the sale that they're in, whether it's cold and you're just outreaching to them for the first time, or there's somebody that you've already gotten through discovery and maybe through demo or through trial or whatever the case is, you know, and you're trying to hit a bunch of points, they're going to read not most people aren't going to read all of it, but maybe why like not make it easier tops. for them to make sure that they get everything, you know, that you're trying to help them understand to get to them in the next phase, put it on a video, Sh type a short email and link a video in there. And you yeah. will be quite surprised how much more successful that actually is. It, yeah, the, the difference is dramatic. Um, so like if, if reps aren't doing that, they have to be doing that. Um, another thing that I think is slept on is what we talked about in the beginning, the calendar invites. You know, send, put some time down four or five days away um, from, from your prospect saying, hey, I've sent you a couple emails. I've called you. I haven't been able to get in touch. Hoping putting down some time on your calendar is a better way for us to connect. Um, like I've sent over 200 of these, these out. Um, and it's around a 15% accept rate. Um, when I'm leaving a voicemail, I send them an email. Um, you got to be doing that um, because it's just so much more effective than any email um, you could send. Um, so 
you aren't sending videos, you got to be sending videos. If you aren't trying to just book some time on your prospect's calendar, just put some time down. Um, I mean, what are they going to do? Decline it? It happens. It's not a big deal at all. Like it's, it's, it's going to be not. different. I'll tell you that. You know, the only things that are working are things that are different that are standing out. So, um, you know, I'm I'm somebody who like is always open to trying new things and pushing the limits. The the blind calendar invite is something I personally have never done. Um, I'm going to give it a try myself and uh, I can't wait. have our reps give it a shot and see what happens. You know, this is with a qualified prospect, though, not, yes. you know, some top of funnel person that you've never spoken to before, you know, just lining up, you know, time on calendars that's <laughs> going to be wasted, right? This is qualified opportunity. This is somebody mm -hmm. you've spoken to before. Maybe they're ghosting you and you're like, hey, get it, understand. Maybe you're busy. I went ahead and just made it simple and sent you an invite. If the time works, great. If it doesn't, feel free to propose a different time. Right. So is there any yep. specific copy that you've tested that works better than others when sending these out? Yeah, I have actually. Um, let me pull it up because I want to get that exact verbiage right. Um, because the, I've tested a lot of different things. Um, and the ending here um, is pretty critical. And I've seen like a pretty big increase. And it's um, like, like, hey, whatever. I've been trying to reach you out via email on your phone the last few weeks, hoping putting down some time on your calendar to talk to you is a better way to connect one sentence of like a personal thing to that prospect why i'm reaching out to him specifically if he's done anything with my company or anything like that and then the last sentence is always feel free to say no comma but if you're open to connecting please just at the invitation or suggest a new time that works better for your schedule um if this works i'll add the meeting link in details hoping to talk to you soon gino that's like the best messaging i've found around this kind of blind calendar invite thing pretty warm feel free to say no um, but if this works for you, accept or suggest a new time. Um, I've never had someone get angry over it or anything like that. The worst thing mm -hmm. that's happened is people say no. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, I can't can't promote it enough. I, I, I literally can't. I, I, I like I like the copy. So let's break down the copy again for, uh, just for a second for the sales hustlers listening. All right, so listen up, sales hustlers. It's it's very short and sweet copy, which I love that about it. Um, it's it's personalized. Um, and it's low pressure, right? So it's basically, you know, you got your intro, you're being very clear about what your intention is. You're also letting them know that, hey, you've been, you know, trying to reach them phone and email and hasn't worked out. So you're trying something different, which people will appreciate. Um, and then you're giving them the okay to turn it down or propose a new time. Um, but even if they reply, it's a win because then you got the Huge conversation win. going again. So if they say yes, no, maybe not now, better time, whatever the case is, you know, you're going to stand out differently and whether they accept or not doesn't matter as much. It matters mm -hmm. more that they, you, you get the conversation going that maybe died out. Yeah. And I've had conversations where I'll call this person. I sent it like a blind calendar invite the week before. I'm like, Hey, I put some time on your calendar for like 2 PM on Thursday. I know you couldn't meet then. Um, but I was hoping we could talk, make some time to talk this week and it's worked. Um, the thing about it is like this, your prospect will 90% of the time see your calendar invite in their inbox because they're not getting that many calendar invites, especially from like random people. You know what I mean? Um, so they will know your name. There is a very high likelihood they will know you um, and you'll be able to like have a warmer conversation regardless of the, the like results of the blind calendar invite. I love it. I love it. Um, so even if they don't accept you're going to stand out and they're going to remember who you are so that the next time you have, you can have them. The next time that you do reach them, you can have a much warmer 
conversation. Um, and that's the key, right? Is standing out, diff- you know, standing out, reaching them in a way that people aren't and having a warm conversation the next time that you do get to speak with them. Now, I'm curious to know um, on these calendar invites, if they don't accept, then what do you do? Do you have any sort of follow-up prior leading up to the meeting of trying to remind them to get them to show up? Or at what point do you realize, hey, it's a no-go on this calendar invite? Yeah, so I'll send them like one, you know, you know how you could like reply inside the calendar invite and yeah. send them an uh, email yeah. that way. So I'll send them one more of that, like a couple hours before the actual time if they haven't accepted. Um, and I've played around with like different texts and things like that. But uh, the one that's worked best for me is like, hey, um, I'm assuming this time doesn't work for you to talk because um, you haven't accepted the invite. Um, wanted to see if there's another time either this week or next week that works for you to talk. Um, again, everything like this is low pressure for them. I wanted to be as casual as possible. Um, so, so I hit them with that transparently. If they don't accept the calendar invite right away, when you send it, the probability of you booking a meeting with them, like through sending like an email like that is, is pretty low. Um, I haven't had as much success with it, but I'll still do it and I'll still call them after to try to get them on the phone. And if I get them on the phone and can say, Hey, I sent you a calendar invite for this time, that conversation usually goes pretty well. Got it. Got it. Awesome. Uh, This is something that I highly recommend all you sales hustlers out there. Give a shot and play around, make it your own and uh, see how it goes. Uh, Gino, thanks so much for coming on today. Let folks know where they can connect with you, learn more about some of these things and anything else you want to let them know. Yeah, I, I'm big on LinkedIn. Um, so LinkedIn's like my place. I love it. Um, connect with me on LinkedIn, Gino Oliva, G-E-N-O-O-L-I-V-A. Um, coldest caller in the game is my headline. I'll, I'm happy to connect with anyone at any time. Talk about the strategy in more detail. You know, I'll send you like my exact copy of what I'm actually using. Um, so I'm happy to talk with anyone and anyone, anyone and everyone who connects with me. Um, I also am in the middle of creating a Udemy course for like outbound sales one-on-one. one-on-one. It should be available on udemy.com by the end of the year. Um, it's taking a little bit longer than I expected to. It's actually a pretty hard process making a cor- online course and things like that. Um, but that should be, that should be live ideally by Christmas time. I'll be promoting it on my LinkedIn and things like that. Um, and I think that will be a huge help for anyone either just starting or anyone looking to like upscale their sales development game. Awesome. Again, appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, write us a review, and we're listening for your feedback. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sales Hustle. Are you a sales professional looking to take your sales career to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go over to salescast.co. Check us out. And if you feel that you are ready, set up a time to talk with me and my co-founder, Chris. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends.